It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You're listening to the PRO Media Network, the next level in entertainment. Saturday, but nonetheless, it's a beautiful time to talk Saints football, baby. Hope y'all been having a fantastic day. Hope y'all been all right, family. Much love to all the black and gold family members in the building. Scoob, who that to my boy Scoob, GM Kev, who that to you as well. Heavy C Henderson says, who that in and from Dallas, who that to you, Heavy C. Appreciate you. Kelvin Washington from Phoenix, Arizona. Much love to Kelvin. Henry Sanchez, what's good with it, fam? He says it's been saying it. Gotta free the cap space. Thank you, fam. Cheryl, who that for life? Cheryl, what up, Cheryl? Much love to your family. Who that to you? Charles Mayfield, who that to you? Big ups to you. Donovan Grayson, who that to you? And all the family members as well. Gundam, what up, Gundam? 13 in the building. Who that to your family? Good to see you in the chat. Uh, who else we got? Superstar Louisiana boy, who that to your family? Much love to you. Zoe, my goodness. What up, Zoe? Who that to your fam? Good to see you, fam. Derek L, what up, D? My dog Derek L in the building. Dada. Big dog Dada in the building as well. Good to see your family. Tori Shepard Sr., who that to you, Tori? Much love to your family. Good to see you in the chat as well. And all the beautiful black and gold family members, 985J in the building. Good to see your family. KT, the Southern Gent 22. What up, KT? What's happening, family? Jason King, who that to you, Jason? Much love. Big Smoke Dog. What up, Smoke? Who that to you as well? House of Twigger. What up, family? How you doing? Family, good to see you in the chat as well. What up, Dr. Key? Much love to you, Dr. Key. Who that to you as well? Tramal. What up, Tramal? Dominique, who that to you as well? Well, all the beautiful family members, Venom Rage. What up, Venom Rage? Good to see you. See you in the chat. William Musgrove, who that to you, William? I see you, family. I see you. Carlito, what up, Carlito? Who that to you as well, family? Clint, what up, Clint F in the building? What up, Clint? Good to see you, family. Much love to you. Slade Smith. 
What up, Slade? How you doing, family? Who that nation? Who that nation in the building? Who that nation? What happening, fam? What's good with it? Uh, BPW 2001, much love to you as well, family. Who that to you? And all the beautiful black and gold family members chiming in the building. Please hit the like button. If I didn't call your name out, hit the chat with a who that, and I'll give you a who that back. You know how we rock it here. I want to acknowledge everybody tuning in the live stream. Even if you don't have something to say on the live chat, just say who that, big Q, who that, and I'm going to chime y'all family. Travis Daisy, who that to you, Travis. What up, family? Good to see you as well. Much love to the family members in the building, family. Another installment of the Sports Comb, episode 122. Uh, 523 of these things over the summation of five years of the Sports Coma. Well, over five years, over 30 years of black and gold love following the black and gold family. We are here to talk saints. You know, we here to talk saints. So without further ado, what up, wine? Nine, wine, wine. What up, family? Good to see you in the chat as well. Who that to your family? Revolt Control in the building. Who that to my dog, Revolt, out there in ATL, Georgia? Big ups to Revolt. Big ups to him indeed. And and this is a fantastic time, man, to talk saints football. Like I said, family, we're going to continue the talk of football. Now, in today's show, we're going to talk about, of course, Larry Warford was released. We were waiting for this to happen maybe a week or so ago after the draft. We were looking at trades to possibly occur with Larry Warford. Ultimately, the black and gold decided to say, you know what? We're just going to cut our, you know, we couldn't trade you. I, I imagine they tried to trade him. And not much to say. Iceman, what up, Iceman? Good to see your family. Who that to you as well? And if the Saints couldn't get rid of him, Ricky Jones, what up, Ricky? Who that to your family? Big ups to you. Saints couldn't trade him. I'm pretty sure they could, they would if they could, but they can't, they couldn't, so they cut him. You know, Slick Rick, what up, Slick? Good to see you. Ain't missing nothing, Slick. We just firing it up, baby. Just firing up you right on time. So that's what it come down to me. Larry Warford is a guy who was down here three, uh, what was it, three Pro Bowls coming here? I know two of them, but I won't say three. I corrected myself there. I want to say three Pro Bowls since he's been down here. That's amazing. But the the price tag was quite high. And I've read a couple of articles. One of the articles in particular made mention of the fact that this that was the biggest deal. Larry Walford signed with the Saints, you know, one of the biggest deals since the Jerry's Bird deal when they gave Jerry's Bird all of that money. But unlike Jerry's Bird, they really got they really had gotten some production from Larry Walford. And uh, something went awry where the Saints said we're going to use the top end of this draft to res- to fix the offensive line position where they knew he wasn't in the long-term plans of the team. And ultimately they said, you know, it's time for us to get rid of him. Well, the Saints get seven to eight million dollars just shy of eight, uh, just south of eight million dollars back from Larry Warford releasing him. Could that possibly be something where the Saints could use it to pick up another free agent? Or even though at the night they're at the ninety mark, I want to say as far as their roster is concerned, I counted it up yesterday. They are at the ninety mark. I want to say with Austin Carr's addition, but uh, releasing Larry Warford, I guess it does open a spot if you want if you if you count him on the roster as well. And I guess you have to. But do they go after another uh, guy in the free agency, perhaps, or maybe they you know tend take that some of that money and go after? Kamara or reworking deals with Elvin Kamara or some of the people that they have it you know it, it's a, it gives you options is what I'm saying so I actually do really think that it was a smart move to do it because freeing up seven eight million dollars 
getting a younger offensive lineman there to kind of open things up, moving McCoy to where Walford's positioned at the right guard is a smart move. When they did it, a lot of people were upset, were upset about the move, thinking the Saints should have went uh, for defensive personnel, pass rusher, cornerback, safety, someone at wide receiver, you know, in, in the likes. And and a lot of people were validated for thinking that way, to be quite honest with you, because we definitely needed help in all those positions mentioned. Uh, who that to you, Lewis? Good to see you, Lewis, in the building as well. Sports Talk 365 was good with a family. It says, I like to see Warford compete for his job first, then get released after he fails to improve. Shedrick, who that to your family? Good to see you. Shedrick Mosley as well. Who that to the family members joined in the live stream? That's interesting. Take that, Sport th- uh, Talk 365 fam. Much love to you. Very interesting take. But the Saints have seen enough of <laughs> Larry Warford. They've seen enough of Warford and said, you know what? We're going to cut our losses. We've got a cheaper option here with a higher ceiling. We're going to operate with this dude here and go forward. And I'm not upset about that because they do need extra. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Your money to kind of rework and sign people like Elvin Kamara or possibly another impact veteran in the free agency process. I mean, it gives you options at least that much. But we'll talk about that. We'll read the article on that as well today. We'll also get into the schedule again. We covered it in the middle of the week show. The the streaming was kind of ridiculous. Usually when I get to certain areas when I'm traveling, the Internet stinks. It sucks. You know, and I and, and of course, I have a device that's that my phone that I didn't do and use. And it did a little bit better. But, you know, it's nothing beats it being home in the lab, man, where you could be able to do it. But we'll go over the schedule once again. And I have it on uh, display for everybody who hadn't gotten a chance to see the schedule and move forward on it. Also, we'll go over the roster as well, active roster. Then I'll open up the phone lines. Let family members chime in. That's right. We're going to open up the live stream, phone, the phone lines for people to call in, get the they, they, uh, St. Talk on on this Friday, uh, Saturday edition of the Sports Coma. Sport Talk says, are we sure that McCoy is uh, is the fit to play at right guard or at guard only played a handful of times. The position very true, but if any, you know, McCoy watching them play the position, even though he played it, you know, not that much, maybe twice. I want to say, uh, when he was at, uh, the university of Texas, uh, when he was at Texas A&M, you know, I just think that 
if if you, you you take a guy like McCoy and put him, I think he could play that guard position. You know, he was a pretty decent, he was pretty good center now. You know, so and he moving that without not all the responsibilities of the center, only thing he could just focus and concentrate on what is what he do, as opposed to all the other stuff that a center has to get right with the quarterback and all that kind of stuff. Being the central portion of the offensive line, he has less responsibilities in that perspective. And I think that McCoy could. I think if anybody could do it, McCoy can do it. And if Larry, and and I think McCoy has a definitely higher upside than Andrews Pete. No disrespect to Andrews. You know, I like Andrews Pete. I always defend him on this show. But I think the McCoy does have a higher ceiling. And if, when he settles into the guard position, I think he'll excel there. Just like Andrews, who never played guard any guard any time during his collegiate career, was shifted from tackle, both sides of the tackle position, both sides of the guard position, and ultimately became an alternate pro bowl guard at the position. If Andrews P could do it, no disrespect to Andrews, I'm telling you McCoy can so that's my spill on it. Zach Johnson, who that to you, Zach? Kelly Bell, who that to you, Kelly? Good to see you. Who that to you, Kelly? In the building, Travis Davis said, how much to pay Kamara? I'm thinking seven, eight million per year. That's what I initially said. Seven, eight might be. That is a real idealistic mindset or, or, or figure that you would pay a guy like Kamara, in my opinion. But you talking about uh, what's his, McC Christian McCaffrey getting, what, 14, 15 million a year? I mean, and you telling Kamara, no, we're going to pay you eight. And I just don't think it plays like that because they watch each other's contracts and they gauge the statistics and say, well, McCaffrey did this and Kamara was behind him. So he might not get 15, but we're looking at 12, 13, somewhere in there. And the Saints say, well, I'm not going to do 12 or 13. Perhaps we meet you somewhere in the middle. Maybe we can go 10, 11. And I often said that a three-year deal, because I'm thinking maybe a three-year deal with Elvin Kamara at $36 million, between 35 to $40 million is what it possibly can look like for a three- to four-year deal for Elvin Kamara. And that roughly works out to $10 million a year. But we'll see how it shape up, man. The Saints might not be actually using that money for that. They might be looking to just to have salary for whatever else they need to do. Maybe an impact veteran. I hear one of the family members said, Jadavion Clowney, that would be interesting, to be honest with you. That would be interesting. Always the the one you don't suspect, right, fam? Uh, Jason said, uh, uh, Zach says, I'm excited. It's definitely going to be a good game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Glenn Witt, who that to you? Crass, fall. What up, Crass? Good to see you as well, family. Much love to you in the building. Good to see the family members. Now, like I said, we're going to cover those stories today. For those just tuning in, uh, please hit the like button. We're going to get down to business. I'm going to just say it once again. We're going to cover the Larry Warford uh, deal. We're going to go over that article. We also are going to review the schedule again. I'm going to put the schedule on the screen, let the family members take a look at it, and then we're going to look at the overall roster as currently constructed. And then after that, I'm open up the phone lines, and we're going to have that to it. Revolt says, no way, Q. Kamara will never accept $8 million. His agent will lose all his clients. No, I, I agree with you, Revolt. I don't think he gets eight. That, that'll be the idealistic. They'll fuck out that right now. Form their fire, Eason and everything, <laughs> and get it going. I just don't think it is shy of that 10 million mark. I, I think it's 10 million and north of 10 million, to be honest with you. It's going to be double digit money for Kamara. We're at a, a junction now. People say, well, Q, if we ain't going to pay him, trade him, obviously we're going we're gonna to keep him. He represents, what, 60 to 70% of the Saints' offense? It runs through him, and that's a lot for you to then take somebody else and try to put in that position. And you're sitting at the precipice of a Super Bowl appearance. So 
you're kind of roped into this situation. And if anybody is going to collect 10 plus million dollars from the Saints outside of Mike Thomas, it most most certainly could be a guy like Elvin Kamara. And you look at from a futuristic standpoint with Jared Cook and all these other aging veteran guys who's holding the $8 million against the books, you can see Jared Cook next year falling off the books and you gaining some of that money back. And you can see a, a, preferably a youth movement of such. If Drew Brees does retire, my perspective, you could look at Terrell Armstead being getting up out of here too. And the Saints then building that offensive line with newer, younger, cheaper draft picks perhaps that can then do the same thing. A lot of this old stuff like paying Terrell Armstead all of his money, all this kind of stuff toward the back of his career, I, I just don't think they'll do it if Drew Brees ain't there. If Drew Brees wasn't the starting quarterback this year, I don't think Terrell Armstead is that tackle. I'm just going to keep it real with you, for real. Uh, Cap Manny 22 said, I say all for County 14 million. Yep, thank you. Who that to you, Cap Manny 2020? Jeff Dyson. Who that to you, Jeff? Who that? Welcome to the live stream family. Slick Rick says, but y'all feel like he has proved to be an every down back. He's done enough, in my opinion. Uh, and I think last year, if you look at the two out of the three years that he's been here, the, the three playable years that he's been here, the first two years, he's been solid every step of the way. Last year, he was hurt. He might, you could consider him being butthurt <laughs> uh, for whatever reason. But I, I think that a lot of that, the injuries and then not being excited and all this kind of stuff, the contract. And I, I think if you have a guy like that, some guys you got to raise the bar up and they have to be a, a star mark somewhere where you treat some of these guys a little differently. The guard knows they do it with Drew Brees. They don't play with Drew Brees behind his money. They do not play with Drew behind his money. So they are aware to make be proactive and make things happen for certain players they really want to be here that 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 standard should be the same for all impact players all impact players you know we all know that not every player on your team could be a star but for those guys that represent that star level talent that star level production you've got to be proactive with those guys or risk them being disgruntled risk them becoming disgruntled that's how it is that's common human nature when you see all these players making money and truth be told, their financials are all over the place. Yeah, I, to me, it'd be really uncomfortable for me to have my financials plastered all over the state. Man, Big Q make three million a year. I mean, that's absolutely insane. I'm just saying for them to, you know what they're making. That's got, it's got to be kind of weird to know because we're private people and we're saying, man, is no this guy makes such and such. It's just kind of uncomfortable knowing that, but that's the that's how it is in the game. Uh, uh, Jason says Kamara's not an every down back. I don't know. You can he's an every down back. He's a a guy that you put in offense. He he don't really have to ever leave the field. He can play any offensive set you want. I usually will not use him as a right guard or a position to that degree. I wouldn't really care about doing that. I wouldn't do that. But he don't have to ever leave the field, even if he's running back or you can slot him in a slot to play some wide receiver. He is very versatile, and, uh, it, and it'll be difficult for you at any level to be able to do anything with Elvin Kamara. I'm just going to keep it real with you. So in my opinion, I think he is an every down back. If Elvin Kamara isn't every down back, who the hell is? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, he can run the ball inside, outside, catch the ball like a wide receiver, kick return, punt return. He never has to leave the field. So I have to probably disagree with you on that one, family. I think he can and is and have shown and proven to people he can be an every down back. It depends on how you choose to use him. 
Now he can slide to a slot position and allow a heavier back to come in for short yardage plays. You see what I'm saying? So it is a place where you can, he doesn't have to ever leave the field. If you don't want, it just have to be a running back. It'd be a wide receiver, anything. Chris Johnson, who that to you? He says, don't get no clown. He's a clown in a locker room. We need a cornerback. The name is his game. My family like Ty Gurley. The name is his, is his game. Cap Manis says, Derry, that's all about getting production. And Annette, what up, Annette? Antoinette, who that to you, Antoinette? Good to see your family. Much love to you. Welcome to the stream, Antoinette. Who that to you, baby? Kelly says, no, he got hurt because the coach misusing him. There you go. Thank you, Kelly, for that. Revolt says, Kamara doesn't have to be an every down back. He's been, he's a big play dynamic back, and he's better than 98% of the backs in the league. Great point. I'm saying if you look at the production, What's an every down back? Who's in there? Put some names in that chat. Tell me, in your opinion, besides Christian McCaffrey, who's an every down back? And Christian McCaffrey and Kamara are tightly uh, 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 jointed at the hip. They came out at the same time. They have they, their games mirror each other, and people would be no argument that Christian McCaffrey is an every down back. Why not Elvin Kamara? What makes him not? We would not be in, be truthful with yourself. All people who thinking he's not at every down back, be truthful for yourself. If this year never happened and you were a year and we went back into the future by one year, would you be asking that question? Would not be asking that question. He was tearing it up the first year and the second year. Running and catching. That is, he don't ever have to leave the field. I would consider him a every down back in my predict. Uh, Zeke is an every down back. And, and really, Kamara, Zeke, uh, uh, Barkley from the Giants, these guys every down back, but Kamara's not. I just don't, I, I, I don't, I hear what you're saying. I just don't agree with it. And that's fine. Daniel Smith says, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's an every down back. Okay, see, we got a lot. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp. Out of them. Antoinette says, hi, Q. How are you doing? Who that? Who that to you, Antoinette? Thank you for joining the live stream, baby. Big ups to you. Who that? And welcome to the Great Saints Thank Tank family. Thank you. Uh, but a lot of family. Throw some names in that chat. Who that to you? DJ, I see you. So big Q, the 24 pick actually makes sense now. No, it always makes sense. Remember when we when we covered the draft and we did a three or four hour show on that Thursday. Remember what I was saying. A lot of people was like, we got a center. I don't know. Caution. Who that to you? And I said, hold on now here. 
that makes that I, I know people don't think that the center position was a position that or, or thing that you needed to tamper with. I understand that. But if if you look at a lot of the footage from the Minnesota Viking games toward the tail end of the season, you can see the reason why they made the move. It was a curious move to make at that time. But if they seen somebody in a the draft they really liked, it could actually work for them. And I was like, okay, the center position, center, you know, what's the play here? But when I but Ruiz, I was aware of who Ruiz was, and I knew he was a hell of a guy when they drafted him. I didn't anticipate center. I drafted, I anticipated him playing guard, but that's the thing. But later on, it was revealed that, no, we want to keep him at center. It leaked that he was going to play center, and McCoy would shift the guard. So even if that's not even official, you would hear that leak out in different uh, media channels and outlets. But what I was I never was against the move because how can I be against a move that improves your 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 line? The Saints' first move in free agency was to lock up David on Yamada. I mean to lock him up on that was the first thing they did when they when when everything started. They knew the importance of fortifying both lines. They fortified the defensive line. And my issue with the defensive line, we need edge rushers. I ain't gonna get to my edge rusher spill. Then you look at the offensive line. The Saints felt like they needed to make a move and improve the offensive line. Now, this would uh, all this stuff about the center would have disappeared if Sean Payton would have just said, listen, we want to protect Drew Brees, which he said, but also he should have said, we want to run the ball. When you would have said, we want to run the ball up the center of the line, then all this would, people wouldn't have not come out with all this in his stuff. Talking about why we need a center. If we're going to run the ball, oh yeah, man, that's because everybody want to hear that. But but the reality is you have to run the ball. We and it has been difficult at spots to run it up the. This guy helps out. Ruiz does help out at the interior line. Moving McCoy to right guard, he will improve. If Andrews Peak can play tackle all over the place and play both guard spots, settle in that left guard, become a Pro Bowler there. I, I and I wouldn't think McCoy has the propensity or the ability to do it, knowing how I've been watching McCoy since he was at Texas A&M, no doubt about it in my mind. Less responsibilities at the guard position means that he can really sink in and make things happen. So I never was against that, the offensive center, the, the center position, because I understood the idea of improving the interior of the offensive line. I mean, keeping it real. The bottom line, you want to get better in the line. Because remember, in the, in, the, in the Minnesota Vikings game, a lot of the pressure that got to Drew came up the center of the line, and that's something that's still stuck in their heads, obviously. So, and of course, that was a part of it. And then the money aspect, freeing up seven to $8 million worth of money at this juncture of time, that's big. That is big. That is a big deal. Please hit the like button, family. Welcome all to the live stream as well. Diehard Saints fan, who that T say, sup, Big Q, hope you and your family is safe. Sorry I'm late. It's okay, family. Same back to you. Hope you doing well as well. My family, welcome into the stream. Neville, what up, my boy? Neville Lewis in the building. Big ups to you, Daniel Smith. I see you, Daniel. Caution. I see you, Caution. Who that to both y'all guys as well. Jeffrey Dyson says, why not? Everson Griffin, he's a versatile D lineman. Me and you've cut from the same cloth in that thinking, uh, Jeffrey. And I was in the thing, in the great Saints thing tank. No, that's what I've been yelling. Everson Griffin, Everson Griffin, Everson Griffin, Everson Griffin. We love the pilfer Minnesota Vikings players. Why not get Everson Griffin? That would be the largest impact player you could bring here from Minnesota that can really get after him. 
You need another edge rusher. I'm not sold on Davenport because of his injury history. I'm not saying he a bust, but the kid's still very young, still has to learn a lot to learn. But we need another edge rusher on the other side who's been doing it before, who has a reputation, a track record of provide of playing and playing aggressively. A guy just as impactful as Cam Jordan on the other side. Man, you put that on the Saints line, man. I, I can't say nothing more about it, baby. I can't say nothing more. Sat Scott, who that to you? Sat Daniel says, run the ball, beef up the line uh, to part the seam. Thank you, Daniel. Much love to you on that. Sat Scott, big ups to you. Says Everson Griffin would be a good fit. I know I love it. Tell put Everson on the opposite side. Tell him go get the quarterback. Sub Zero, who that to you? Sub Zero, much love to your family as well. Good to see you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Sport Talk says uh, 365 said he went Marcus Hunt. Bigger version of, of Trey Hendrickson. The guy, if you look at him, he ju- he looked just like Trey Hendrickson. His play, and that's when I looked out. I was like, man, this guy reminded me of, of Trey Hendrickson. He's just bigger. He's a bigger version of Trey Hendrickson. You know, and having Trey Hendrickson is not a bad thing. A lot of people... Don't get the trade. I'm saying Trey Hendrickson has been uh, has been ineffective because he's been hurt. He cannot. He's the situational pass rusher last year, but he could not stay on the field. So you had to go three and four, four or five guys into your pass rush. And that impacted the Saints when they lost Davenport last year. Cam was hurt. And remember, he had that groin injury through the last four games of the season. Plus, he played the, the, the playoffs hurt as well. Where was the pass rush coming? There was no pass rush. Kirk Cousins was carving them up like a like a, a, a Christmas turkey. He was cutting them the ribbons, shredding them. Kirk freaking cousins, Mr. Nolkin with a big game. He won a two. He, got, he, he earned a two year contract off that loss that went over the Saints in the, in, in the game. You got to correct that, man. No doubt about it. Farouk Abbasi, big up to you, Farouk. Good to see your family. James Taylor, who that to you as well in the chat as well. Joshua Hoover, what up, Josh? Much love to your family. Good to see you in the chat. Thank you, Donovan. Appreciate you, Donovan, for your your donation family. Donovan says, I want Everson Griffin or Logan Ryan now that Warford is gone. Logan Ryan is out there. And imagine you have a guy like Logan Ryan. I would much prefer to get Logan Ryan than to have Patrick Robinson on his team. Logan Ryan is an upgrade, and even if you play, pay four or five million dollars for him, he's still better than what you'll get from a Patrick Robinson, in my opinion. I mean, that dude would be perfect for this team. We'll see because the Saints do have the propensity to bring in guys or veterans uh, before the season started, and the active season, the football, actual playing football season, and not just the paperwork contract stuff. Thank you. Appreciate you. Donovan, much love to your family as well. Slick Rick says Henderson straight on the field, though, he, when he plays, when he plays. And I agree with you. He is a he can be productive when he plays. The issue is he don't play. That's my thing with Trey Hendrickson. And remember, you can never have too many pass rushes. Never. Josh says, Big Q, the Saints have money to sign another, uh, someone to help the defensive ends or even grab another wide receiver or linebacker. Why are they being quiet with this being Breeze last season? I think a lot of that's coming, bro. I think a lot of that's coming down the line. They expect to see some more shocking uh, uh, or cutting of other talent i'm not cons- I'm, I'm still not sold on nick eason if you get larry warford get rid of larry warford to save seven eight million dollars i'm not gonna think you're gonna get rid of nick eason to clip another five million come on larry warford only did what he was supposed to do over the last three years or how many years he been down here pro bowls all over the place nick they just signed nick eason and nick eason five million dollars 
that is, you know, I, I'm not supposed to think that if you get rid of Warford for eight, that I'm not going to see you cutting down Easton sooner or later. And you have all these other guys like Cameron Tom and all these undrafted guys, Will Clapp and those guys sitting there. What's Nick Easton? You can get a cheaper veteran offensive lineman than Easton. So that could be a chopping block player that I would pay, pay attention to as well. Uh, let's see, Kevin Woods, who that to you, Kevin? Good to see you. Says, when we drafted Ryan Ramchek, I thought it was stupid, but it was a great pick and it paid off all the time. That's a great comment, Kevin. That's a great comment. Remember, a lot of people was, was upset about the Ryan Ramchek uh, draft. Remember when they took him? Say, man, what we need to know? We just took an offensive lineman last year with Andrews Pete. Remember that? Ramchek came and he, he he's the best offensive lineman on your team, not named Teron Armstead when he's healthy. Talking about Teron Armstead. So that was a great point. This could be a scenario. Matter of fact, I said it when they did it. I said, listen, this guy is going to remind those who will go back in your Saints recollections and understand, understand, that's a better word, understand that this guy will be the next LaCharles Bentley. And if anybody remember how good, how really solid and excellent LaCharles Bentley is, one of the best centers the Saints ever had. This guy will be that type of player, mean, nasty guy that knows he'll make it happen. He'll make it happen. You got to have a gritty, nasty mentality guy like that in the center of your line, dictating the mentality of your line. And he's a serious run blocking guard, a center as well, player. Look at his statistics. He mauls guys. He puts his hands on you, and, and it looked like them big suckers he playing against have skates on. He pushed them like they're big old ventilate, vent, vent machines all around the place. He's just pushing them, moving them. So that's good. I like that, Kevin. That's a really good uh, comment to kind of kind of compare with a guy like Ruiz. I'm telling you, the Saints are doing some good stuff on this offensive line. I really like that move. And I told y'all, I like that the moves that they made in the draft. The last one with the quarterback, the Taysom Hill clone thing, you know, that's a seven-round pick. I'm not shoo-shooing it, whatever on that. But the undrafted aspect connected to the draft, man, it was it was really nice pickings. Oh, who that to the rest of the fame? Daniel says, Think Tank is the hottest first take. <laughs> Thank you, family. Ramsey, who that? Ramsey, Trey Joseph, what up, fam? He says, P-Rob next or will clap. I, 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 maybe Nick Eason. Why get that clap? Clap don't make nothing already. You probably, they probably pay, paying him with canned goods and, and food stamps. I mean, he don't make a lot of money, but Nick Eason does. And remember when you picked up Nick Eason, when Unger retired, you needed somebody to fill in for him. Remember that? But they was like, oh, then when they got him, it was like, okay, it's going to be a battle. It's Nick Easton's position. Then when a draft came along, they took McCoy. And I said, nope, McCoy's going to start. He started from day one, never relinquished the position. Nick Easton then was delegated to a backup center slash guard prospect who felt then okay when injuries occurred, but cannot stand out there for long stretches of periods of time. We know that. Making $5 million a year. Yeah, Waffle was winning, who was busting ass, getting Pro Bowls. This other guy who just came on the scene last year making five, one guy making eight, and you get rid of the guy making seven, eight, and I don't think you're going to get rid of the guy making five. It's coming down the pipe. I would not be surprised. Timothy Dillon, who that to you as well. Good to see you. He says, uh, we're going to cut East, and I agree with you. Timothy says, Fournette, Kamara going to go <laughs> Fournette. I don't know about Leonard Fournette, man. Uh, boy, would it be special to have him down here, man, to have Fournette and Kamara. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You thought you thinking like a Mark Ingram Kamara type deal. If you have 
if if you can some kind of way finesse that when you have a Fournette, I'm not going to even get into it because that'll be just so brutal to have something like that going on. But, you know, it's good to kind of imagine, I guess. Joshua Hoover says Cruz will be center. Cruz will be center. McCall will be will slide to guard. Uh, Pete better step his game up to accommodate the rest of the line. I think he will. You know, you know what I'm saying, fam? I think he will. I think he will step. And I'm speaking of Andrews Pete. He got the big dough, and he has to step up, and I think he will. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I think he will step up and knock out the first couple of years. We had all those stupid flubs and all that. I don't anticipate that. I think Andrews Pete, the businessman, will arise, and I think he will take care of business. I just, I just think so. I think Andrews is a really good player and tough stretches and like the development. And- Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov careers slash USBP. And we might got so much respect for Andrews Pete. His plan and his mindset is because of what happened during his career here. People often forget that he was just thrown all the way around and asked some and asked to done some of the most ridiculous things a coach can ask from a player who never played these positions before. This man came out as a tackle, a blindside tackle, who was one of the best in the draft that year out of Stanford. He came in the Saints, selected them. They already had a guy that they played him on the right side. Then they said, "Nope, we're gonna do this and move you here." So he started. He played on the right, on the, or the right tackle to right guard, right tackle, left tackle, wherever they need him, right guard. Then they put him on left guard, move him back around, all around, and what he did, set in and then dominated and became an alternate Pro Bowler twice at the left guard position. Now that says a lot for a guy that was going through that kind of flux by the coach with all these demands. And remember, he was in Sean Payton's doghouse at first. When when he first arrived too, because he came in overweight because of the rules dealing with college coming into the pros. He came in overweight and Sean Payton was pissed off at him and he went back and forth. He was in that flux, but what did he do? He was, he prospered. He was able to rise above it. And that, that gains a lot of respect in my book. That is big in my book. When you can come through adversity like that and arrive, not just play well, but play to the position where you earn Pro Bowls, that's big in my book. Many people don't see that, and that's fine. You know, that's okay. Sub-Zero said, I love his awareness, but we better keep him in the box, not have too much man-to-man coverage. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Josh says, give the Jags third for that. Soldier for God, who that to you? Kelly says, I'm with you. With McCoy, uh, will stay at center. Irvin Alexander, who that to you? Good to see you, Irvin. Soldier for God, much love to your family. Good to see you in the chat as well. Uh, let's see. Joshua says the Saints have to commit to running this year. The less wear and tear on Breeze, he may come back next year too. I'm I'm putting my money that he'll come back next year as long as Tom Brady is able to play in the NFC South. Drew Breeze will play, no doubt about it in my mind, because they're chasing. Because Drew is running away from him catching his records. Drew's putting these records up for a reason. You know, you don't pay 20 years and hang records and say, well, I'm good right now. And you got this dude a season away from catching some of your records. Oh, no, you're going to play as long as he play. And then he made it personal when he moved his ass into the NFC, more personal into the NFC South to challenge you twice a year and tell you we bring in Gronk and the rest of these guys and we coming for Super Bowls. We playing for Super Bowls. Well, all that have get to Super Bowl, you got to go through the Saints. They're the division champions. So what is that telling you? We in turn to knock you off. That's very personal. That is, and both those guys are super competitive. Tom Brady, we already know him, and we know how Drew Brees could be. Drew Brees has a Boy Scout mentality, but that Boy Scout mentality show didn't show up when his ass was on sideline that time when Teddy Bridgewater playing. He was on there chewing them gum, chewing that gum hard as hell, eating them sunflower seeds hard as hell, and ain't have five or six feet, ain't have people around him for five or ten feet. He was practicing social distances before it was even a real thing. But it just what it is, man. He's super competitive, and that's what it comes down to. Is that I don't think he goes nowhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, Irvin says, uh, "What up, uh, Zach? Who that? What up, Zach? Good to see you." He said, "Did we make a move after booting Warford? Could have easily traded him. O line has high market value. I mean, he could have traded them to the Texans. He could have traded. I mean, but the Saints. I'm thinking they probably did try to move him. The, but people know you ain't going to get much value for Larry Warford if they already know. Man, we just hold on. They're going to just cut the guy." We know they're not going to go into this. If you couldn't trade them before the draft or during the draft for a fourth or fifth or whatever, I mean, you're going to, you're not going to just release them off top. If you can trade them and get rid of them, you get something back just besides the money would be a bonus. But nobody, I guess nobody wanted them. They would say, man, well, I just wait for you to cut them and then I'll make a deal with them. I don't need to give you anything. And when people know you're going to do that, <laughs> ain't no leverage in the situation. Thank you, Dodd. Appreciate you. You say, I'm so tired of Bucks fans running their mouth. It's okay. Let them run. Remember, Atlanta did the same thing. You just got to punch them in it and shut them down. Uh, let's see. Joshua said Brady not going, only got to multiple Super Bowls because AFC never has competition. NFC doubt. I agree. I agree. This is not going to be the AFC East. This will be a lot more competitive, and that's why we got to bring that Russian attack. And we cannot have these mistakes that we make and do some stuff. So no doubt about it, Tracy. I'm cool with Clap. He's good to Lyman. Just trying to find the odd man out. P-Rob is probably the hit. Could be. You have a lot of guys better than P-Rob out there that you probably can get. Well, he's making, what, 2 or $3 million now, so he ain't making quite as much money. We'll just have to see. Um Let's see. Zach says even a fifth rounder would have been fine. I know it just it's just weird how they weren't able to get anything for him. But, you know, they got the money. I guess that's the biggest thing. Ramsey says, what up? Q told you that when the schedule came out, they would have us playing Tampa Bay first game. <laughs> All about the money. Yeah, the schedule makers lined it up. Phil Brown, who that to you, says potential comp pick even if we couldn't trade him that's right thank you phil much love to you thank you for that one who that to you kevin woodward said his contract is the issue that kept him from trading him he is good but not worth what he was getting paid thank you P- appreciate that kevin world word kevin woodward who that to you both you and phil brown who that to you and welcome to the great saints thank tank family appreciate you thank you 
Okay, family, now we're going to get into some of these stories we talked about, and we're going to start it off with <clears throat> the first story. Let me see if I can get to it here. All right, here we go. All right, thank you, Dominic, for becoming the Pro Star family. Thank you, appreciate you. Dominique Evans, who that to your family, and appreciate you. Okay, Pro Bowl, Saints release Pro Bowl, Larry Wolford after three seasons. After three Pro Bowl seasons, to be quite honest with you, this guy really turned it on for him. And the Saints released Pro Bowl right guard Larry Wolford on Friday, saving the team more than $7 million in cap space. Money, 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 money. And paving the way for the first-round draft pick, Cesar Ruiz, to earn a starting job. Now, Wolford, who turns 29 next month, made the Pro Bowl in each of his three seasons with the Saints after they signed him away from the Lions with that four-year, $34 million contract back in 2017. Now, it became evident that the Saints was considering a change after they re-signed left guard Pete to a lucrative extent extension in free agency and selected Ruiz with the 24th pick in this year's draft. The Saints said either Ruiz or McCoy will make the switch. It will switch. Uh, Ruiz will play center or guard with uh, McCoy will be guard. I think they'll, from what I'm hearing that Ruiz will occupy the guard position. McCoy will move to the, I mean, to the center position and McCoy will move to guard. Even confusing to me, <laughs> but Larry Wolfer did tweet out uh, a quote, uh, saying for the last three years with the Saints have been nothing but a blessing. The team, the city, and the fans have given me an experience I won't forget. New Orleans is something different. Thank you for everything. Larry Walford's uh, sentiment out to the great Saint Thank Tank and the rest of the black and gold world, thanking us for the last three Pro Bowl seasons that he's had. And just for recollection, he wasn't a Pro Bowl before the Pro Bowl until he got here. So if you can take Larry Walford, who's a solid offensive lineman in the East NFL, and turn him into a perennial pro, uh, pro Bowl three years running for the team, imagine what you can do with a guy like McCoy and Cesar Ruiz, these young guys. You already had Streif as one of the best unknown offensive linemen in the NFL. So, I mean, we're looking at a pretty, very, we're looking at a really good situation for the Saints offensive line, youth-wise, moving into the future. Of course, Ryan Ramchek will get his big money. Saints created much-needed cap room uh, after that move with less than $4 million under the cap. They will uh, they will need $2 million of space to account for their draft class. They also need to prepare for possible long-term extensions. People like Kamara, Ramchek, Lattimore, and Demario Davis. If you haven't heard the sports coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. Homebistro.com. Freshly prepared, home-delivered, restaurant-quality gourmet meals delivered straight to your home. Choose from over 50-plus gourmet meal options cooked by world-class chefs and delivered frozen, ready to eat within minutes and no commit. Welcome to the one-shop gourmet food delivery specialized affordable options to eat right and feel great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Every ingredient is handpicked to the highest standard. And why you should buy from HomeBistro.com? Restaurant quality made with natural ingredients delivered right to your door. Overnight shopping is available. Diabetic, paleo, heart health, and vegetarian options to eat during business since 1999. Courteous, knowledgeable, and professional support. Complete PCI compliant SSL security ordering and great meals. Choose from some of my favorite dishes. The Mediterranean chicken with orange honey sauce, the charbroiled chicken romesco, or the grilled chicken breast with sweet and spicy vegetables. No matter what you choose, you can't lose with HomeBistro.com. Eat great, feel good, and save some money with HomeBistro.com. Hit the link in the description section below for more information. Saints 
and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guys intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needs it the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinary professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embrace. So when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet best interest at heart. Get top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet. Total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Go to EmbracePetInsurance.com That's EmbracePetInsurance.com Check the link in the description section below. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Follow the Sports Home on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Walker was due a base of 7.65 in the final year of his contract. He already received $750,000 roster bonus this, this offseason, which was due at $100,000 workout bonus. Walker's contract will count as $5.125 million in dead money against the cap. Now he began his career as a third-round pick with the Lions out of Kentucky in 2013, became an immediate starter. He has started 101 regular season games, including 44 over the past three years. In New Orleans, he also started five playoff games with the New Orleans Saints. So much love to Larry Wofford. Much success to you, Larry. Thank you for three Pro Bowl years. And sometimes it's like this. We move on and move forward. And there are several really interesting teams like the Chiefs, among others, that are interested and getting Larry Walford, so that's big. Going to the next story. Of course, we talk about the New Orleans Saints schedule 2020. This is the schedule the Saints have. Of course, you could take a look at it and see that in week one, the Saints line up September the 13th against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Dome. And that is going to be an evening game, 325. They'll take on the Bucks on Fox. Really interesting. Then, of course, week two, they travel to Las Vegas to open up the brand new stadium there. A Monday night game against the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to whip their butts in that and give them their first <laughs> loss of the year in a new building. Let that hang on your head, Las Vegas. Sunday, and then, of course, week three, Sunday, September the 27th, we come back home. So we go, we home, then we go on the road, then we come back. And then we play Green Bay in the Dome. It's a night game, Sunday, September the 27th. 
720 at night against Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers as they come here to New Orleans. Then looking at week four, October the 4th, opening up that October schedule. We're then on the road again, going to Detroit to take on Ralph Cramden, who is the coach of the Detroit Lions and his Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford with his bad back and several other interesting prospects on that Detroit team. We'll go up there and take them on. And I expect the Saints to definitely come up with a win over them guys. So, I mean, no disrespect to the Lions, but good grief. Week five, Monday night football, October the 12th. Come back home to the Superdome against the Los Angeles Chargers, baby. It's a Monday night game, and we're gonna be. It's, that's going to be a really fantastic game. Tyrod Taylor, if he's still starting, might have Herbert there, who they drafted uh, to guide the team. But they have a lot of offensive weapons, big wide receivers, very fast defense, pass rushes, all kind of stuff. Would it be a, it'll be a really good game, high-flying game. It'll be awesome to see the Saints take a win against the Chargers Monday night. Week six is a bye week. Early bye week, family. A, a lot of bye week. Who that to you, Demi? Good to see you in the chat as well. Shannon Roy, who that to you? Shannon, much love to you. Good to see you in the building, family. Now, bye week is a little early for my taste, but it is what it is. In week six, come back. The Saints are back-to-back road games. They stay home for that within that bye week in the middle of those home games. They take on Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers Sunday, October the 25th at 12 o'clock. A little revenge here. Teddy Bridgewater will bring McCaffrey and the rest of those guys in here for a battle with the Saints. I don't anticipate this. I just anticipate the Saints going to kick that butt. And then, of course, the Saints go on two road games. We travel, open up the November schedule traveling uh, the first two weeks. As November the 1st, we travel to Chi-Town. It is a Sunday evening game. We take on the Bears. And then, of course, week nine, we travel to Tampa. To take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on November the 8th. It's a night game there as we take on Tom Brady again, this time in Tampa. Then the Tampa Bay situation is out the room and we don't worry about Tampa. And then the next game after taking on Teddy Bridge, I mean Tom Brady and the Bucks, we then come home for two back to back on November the 15th, Sunday against San Francisco. It's an evening game on Fox. Will be a, a knockdown, drag out battle as we try to get revenge on the San Francisco 49ers for what they did last year. Boy, it's going to be an exciting game. Then Sunday the 22nd, the Saints at home again will take on the Atlanta Falcons for the first time uh, this season. And of course, Matt Ryan and the rest of those is also it's going to be a Sunday uh, after um, a noon game and the Saints should be able to take care of business. And then we have three games, three games, count them three, one, two, three, that the Saints travel on the road to face Denver on November the 29th. That'll be a afternoon game. They travel up to mile high to deal with that altitude and the Denver Broncos who have a very young and interesting team. Then after that Sunday, December the 5th, they open up the, uh, the, the uh, December schedule. The sixth, excuse me, December the sixth against the Atlanta Falcons. Against so we play the Falcons twice in three weeks. We'll play them Sunday, November the twenty second, uh, in the dome, and then we go to their building a couple of weeks later on December to the sixth to take on them at twelve o'clock. Then then the next game in December we are then trade. Then we go from Denver to Atlanta, then to Philly. December the 13th, we go to Philadelphia, three roll games in a row. Wow. And we go up to Philly to take on Carson Witts and the rest of them teams. 325 uh, kickoff time on Sunday, December the 13th. Then, of course, 
the really two that the two really interesting games to me besides the 49ers and the Tampa Bay games of course the Saints come home December the 20th to take on the Kansas City Chiefs the defending Super Bowl Chiefs on CBS that's an afternoon game that will be a shootout we'll love to see that one as well and then Friday the 25th five days later that's right five days later on the Friday the Saints have a short schedule short week as they prepare for the Minnesota Vikings on Christmas Christmas afternoon, 3.30, the Saints will have to give the Vikings a present of an ass whooping on December the 25th. And then the final game, Sunday, this Jan- is Sunday, January the 3rd, as they close against Carolina, seems to be the traditional thing we've been doing, is that we had, last year we had Tennessee, uh, Carolina, we closed in the season with them and Teddy Bridgewater, McCaffrey, and the rest of those guys on January 3rd uh, at Carolina at noon on Fox. So that is the schedule. A lot of good games in that schedule. Of course, people looking at the Tampa Bay matchups, then it's interesting the Green Bay matchup. I still say this things. Saints could beat the Raiders, the Packers, and the Lions. The Chargers would be a challenge, but we still should be able to beat them. So you should at least be 5-0 and or at least 4-1 and by the bye. Coming off the bye, you got Carolina, you have Chicago, and then Tampa again. Carolina is going to be stiff. I'm not anticipating them to be world beaters right away. They'll still be a uh, an interesting team. I just not, don't think a playoff team. Chicago, like I said, no quarterback, no goal, and we should have no problems beating those teams. Tampa Bay, we'll we'll see about it. We might. I, I say we should sweep the ass. I, I just said take it to them. And of course, the interesting games on the schedule to me is the San Francisco 49er game, getting revenge on them. And, of course, not falling asleep playing the Falcons in three weeks. You can't fall asleep. You beat them, and then you play Denver. Then you come back. You can't fall asleep in a trap game with Atlanta after the 49ers game. Or you, and then, of course, you're looking out for Philadelphia. And Philly could be dangerous. And I anticipate the Saints should be able to handle that. But the Kansas City game is interesting. And, of course, the revenge game against San Fran and Minnesota, in my book, is, is, is just what it's supposed to be. A lot of people, uh, Mike Triplett from ESPN picked 12 and four. I say 13 and three again, and at worst, 12 and four. Ain't no reason why the Saints should not be able to win 12 games off of this schedule. No doubt about it. I say 13 and three again, and at, and, and at worst, 12 and four. That's what I'm talking about now. It has to be terrible. It has to go terribly wrong for anything else to happen here. That's the bottom line. That's my taking on it. All right, let's keep it going, family. And uh, I know the family man was chiming in the stream. I want y'all to put in what the hell y'all think. Y'all tell me, hey, Big Q, man, I agree with you. They 13 and three. What it look like? I'm going to read y'all predictions in the chat as well. What is the schedule? What it look like, family? Y'all tell me. You got y'all looking at the schedule. This is it. The 2020 schedule. What, in your opinion, is the, the win-loss total for the New Orleans Black and Gold Saints? I said 13 and three again. 13 and 3 again at worst 12 and 4. And I, I don't have to tell you who they're going to be, but you can look at teams like the Raiders, the Packers, the Lions, and the Chargers will be a fight, but those are games a Super Bowl contender like the Saints should be able to beat. Carolina is going to be an interesting matchup, but there's so many dynamics on why they're not going to be good. I'm not saying that they're going to be terrible, but you should be able to beat Carolina. Chicago, they don't even have a quarterback. I'm not sold on Nick Foles, and they didn't even issue out the extension on the fifth year for Trubisky. 
And of course, San Francisco, I got my eyes on San Francisco because I think they'll be one of the teams that will face when the playoffs come. And of course, what your gauge in Kansas City could be. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Be the team that you play in the Super Bowl. So Kansas City could definitely represent the AFC again. They are stacked again this year. That will be a, and watch when it happens, they're going to say, man, this could be a perennial, a potential Super Bowl game between the Saints and the Chiefs. And that's exactly what it's going to be. And of course, stumping out the Minnesota Vikings in a regular season in San Francisco 49ers gives you the leeway to have that home field advantage. So we got some people in the chat that's sending out Zach, who that says easily another 13 and three season. Inevitable expertise, who that to your family says 12 and four. Thank you. Ramsey says 13 and three. Lance Kelly, who that Lance says 11 and five. Iceman says, yo, Q. You know that there's always a game that Saints should win, but they don't win. You know, 11, I say 11 and five. That's why I made recommendation about this, the Atlanta Falcons because it's, it's, it got trapped written all over it. You plan, plan them twice in three weeks. You see what I'm saying? And then if you look at it, they're, you're, you're coming off a tough game against the 49ers. First of all, November the 15th, you play the 49ers. That's going to be a rock'em sock'em game. Then the next week you have the Falcons in the dome. You see, that's a potential trap game. And then you then you go and you whoop on Denver and then you come back against them. So I'm looking at Atlanta like they were last year. They'll slip in there and try to, you know, throw something at you. I'm just keeping it real. But you're right. There are always a few of those games that the Saints beat themselves in. And that's why I say 13 and three at worst, 12 and four. But Atlanta could sneak in there and get one if we fall asleep. No doubt about it. I agree with you on that. Thank you, Iceman. Uh, let's see who else. 13 and 3 says Kelly Bell with five division wins. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it. Dada says 11 and 5. Thank you, Dada. Zach says, I think we're winning against the 49ers this year because their offense defense lost key pieces. We did nothing and we did nothing but gain. Also, it's hard to win two games in a row against great teams. Thank you uh, for that, Zach. Appreciate that. 
Kevin Woodward says 12 and 4 would be great against their schedule. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Scoob says if Ruiz makes seamless transition, 13 and 3. Thank you, Scoob. Gundam says if we get another solid edge rusher, we definitely 13 and 3. Thank you, Gundam. Neville says, I agree with you, Big Q. Thank you, Neville. 13 and 3 says Neville. Derek says, uh, simple. Yep. Thank you, Derek. Inevitable says, that's what's up. Zach says, I think we certainly lose a division game, another unsuspected loss, and maybe we lose to one of the big teams on the schedule. 13 and 3 seems good. We're going to have a flub or two. That's just what it is. We're going to have a flood too. Joshua Hoover says 15 and one. The only game we lose is in Carolina week 17 because we bench everybody. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine, man. I'm not mad if we 15 and one. Absolutely, man. So a lot of family members picking the saints to get up there and go deep. Uh, well, Uncle Paulie not in the live stream. I wonder what Uncle Paulie would say. Y'all know he'd bring some drama to the stream. Eddie Evans, who that to you? He said, I feel like we'll be 13 and 3. The Who That Nation is all good. Thank you, family. Donovan says, 12 and 4 is my prediction. Thank you, Donovan. Uh, Inevitable XT says, I think the trap games are the Raiders and Denver. Okay. All right. Okay. The Raiders. Early on. All right. Appreciate you, that Inevitable expertise. Denver is interesting. A lot of people not anticipating much on them because they're a young team. Drew Locke is a good quarterback. you got Sutton at wide receiver. They added. I want to say Jerry Judy is in Denver now. They have some really, and no offense, the tight end. They have some excellent pieces offensively. If they can put it all together, we'll see. But the defense can still get after you. Vine Miller is there, among other. So we'll be interested to see how it happens. So we'll see. Zach, who that's, this is, this will be the year. Thank you. Cedric says 19. No, there you go. Cedric, who that to you? Zach says, yeah, Denver might be a sneaky loss. And Evelyn XT says, it's going to be very hard to win the first game in Las Vegas. That place is going to be fired up. That's true. But we have a lot of black and gold family members that live in Las Vegas and don't expect it to be so black and silver as it could be a black and gold. I mean, there's a lot of Saints fans that live in Las Vegas. We'll see that too. All right. Thank y'all for that. Now let's move on to the next. Y'all keep putting them the predictions in the chat and I will read them. And this goes out to all the great saints. Thank tank the entire sports coma world nation. Y'all put your predictions in the chat and I shall shite them out to the rest of the people. Dr. Key says 11 and five is the floor. 13 and three is the ceiling. That is a pretty good house there. Dr. Key appreciate it. Cap man in 2020 says at best 15 and one. Thank you, family. Demi says the schedule is tougher than last. I hope we add another big vet player to our pass rush position. We still need help if we're serious about Super Bowls. Demi is, is very intelligent and wise and bringing it. I agree with Demi. That would put the Saints over the top if you can secure a talent like Everson Griffin. It's the only thing we missing. If you if the Saints really wanted that pass rush, because you're going to need that pass rush. You're going to need that pass rush against some of these teams. I'm just going to keep it real with you. You're going to need that pass rush against Minnesota. You're going to need that pass rush against San Francisco. You're going to need that pass rush against Philadelphia. You're going to need that pass rush against Kansas City. You're going to need that pass rush against Green Bay. You're going to need that pass rush at Tampa, Carolina. You're going to need that pass rush to get after these quarterbacks and put them on the ground. Bottom line. That's what it comes to. So we got to decide on how we're going to handle this thing. Kevin Woodward said they may be fired up in Las Vegas, but too bad for them that their team is the Raiders. <laughs> Antoinette, Antoinette says, I think 
we win it all. Q, all right. Appreciate you, Antoinette. Who that to you, baby? And Neville back expertise says Everson Griffin will do it. I know, fam. I've been yelling it, and 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 they not, and they don't seem to be listening. But that's the reality that we're facing, man. If we want to peel for guys from the Minnesota Vikings, we need to also peel for a guy like Everson Griffin who can bring a pass rush opposite of Cam Jordan because Davenport's injury situation is profound, man. It's profound. So we have to look at that. Glenn Witt says 12 and 4. We need a, one more DB. So my goodness says that's right, Q. I'm prepping in Vegas right now. <laughs> They don't understand the Saints. We bringing it, man. We bringing it. Jason says, Everson Griffin, I can't scream it loud enough. Thank you. I'm with you, family. I'm with you on it. Iceman says, hey, Q, do you think Drew's legacy suffers because of Sean Payton? No, I, I absolutely don't. I think Drew Brees will still get the Hall of Fame credit and statistics that he deserves. I don't think it suffered. Now, in terms of Sean Payton not addressing the defense sooner when Drew was a lot younger, that could impact the Super Bowls of it. But Drew's did everything you could ask a quarterback to do for his team. The only thing he didn't do is to go and say and bring guys in here and say, you know what? I like this defensive guy. I want him to be on the team. That's the one thing he didn't do. Like, oh, look, go to Sean Payton and say, Sean, could we go get Everson Griffin and bring him on the team? If Drew Brees did that and asked Sean Payton, Sean Payton would say, you know what? You think he'll work? Listen, Everson Griffin's my friend. I think he'll do a fantastic job here. That's the only thing Drew Brees didn't do. He didn't go and tell them, I want you to go and get this guy. I want him. I need him on the team. Now, he's early on, he did say that about Darren Sproles come to think about it and that's how Sproles became a member of the team and look how impactful that was so we'll see but not in the in in the measure of the dominance that I would expect the all-star hall of fame talent like Drew to do but no I don't think it suffers his legacy I think his legacy is sealed as one of the greatest in the history of the game bottom line and it just so feels good that he's a saint that they'd be calling the greatest of all time. Just like the 49ers was felt when Joe Montana, who was a 49er uh, player, and he had that that uh, credit as well. And Neville XC says Tremaine Johnson, Logan Ryan still available. A lot of great DBs on there. I'm thinking, I'm saying, I'm thinking that, man. I'm thinking that the Saints will go after some more talent. Uh, let's see is, uh, who that nation says will be 13 and three. Travis Jones says 13 and three, 12 and four. Grab Griffin, a nice cornerback will get us over the top. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate your family. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scoop says, Iceman, I think we have gotten another ring. If Peyton took it seriously early on, I agree. I said that, that he should have, if he would have built the defense early, early on, I think it would, it, you know, it would have been fantastic. And and not just always looking at the back end of the, the, the defensive back, but the guess get the pass. One of the ch- cheapest or not cheapest, but the simplest ways to get your defense on point is to get the edge rush situation resolved. You need edge rushers. They are super important as oxygen is to a human being. I mean, just as simple as that. If you can't get to their quarterback, you're going to have problems. Getting to their quarterback causes havoc and messes up everything. Just look what the Minnesota Vikings did to you. Our ass last year when they were able to put pressure on Drew Brees. He looked worse than some backups in the league in that game. He looked like he was a backup quarterback that didn't know a goddamn thing about organized football. He looked terrible. He was all, and that's what pressure do to you. And Drew Brees is a freaking Hall of Fame quarterback. Look what the pressure did to him. 
So that's what I'm saying. It is super imperative that we solve the edge rush position. And I appreciate Zach Bond. Don't get me wrong. I do like Trey Henderson. He just injured too much. And the rest of these guys are projects at best. But why play around with the unknown? Why not get a guy that do it, did it and did it at a high level? Thank you, Dodd. Appreciate your donation. Family, much love to you on that. It says Big Q, chat. And chat, do you think Everson Griffin may not want to be here? I don't think so. I don't think he don't want to be here. He got his preferences. I don't think the Saints showed him any consideration. But why would Everson Griffin not want to be in New Orleans playing with Drew Brees and his fantastic team? Why would he not? I don't think it's an issue. Wayne Brady, who that to your family? Thank you. Trey Joseph Matthews will be a missing piece. He's an edge rusher, but also versatile, which Saints love. And let Brown get his shine on. Uh, he can't talk about the... Uh, Clay Matthews. Okay, I got you, fam. I'm not a. am uh, not against Clay Matthews either. Uh, you know, I think Clay Matthews would fit here as well and would be a really cheap addition. Damone Horton. What up, Damone? Good to see you. Zach says can't get both Ryan and Griffin, but adding one gets us there. We need the ring this year. Breeze can't leave us on anything less. He deserves it, and we deserve it as well. Thank you, Zach. Dallas says I'm late, but who that? Who that to you, Dallas? Appreciate your family. Welcome to the live stream. Kevin Woods says 15 and 1, no doubt. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you, fam. Wayne says Big Q, we go at 17 and 0. Super Bowl, I got you, Wayne. Thank you, fam. Iceman says, would you trade Sean Payton for Mike Tomlin? No, I would not. I would not trade Sean Payton for Mike Tomlin because Mike Tomlin's eyes, if he opened them up any bigger, they're going to pop out his goddamn head. But no, seriously, no, I, I don't want to add no. I would let, keep Sean. Both coaches have their little hiccups, but Sean Payton, you know, I love my coach. I give him hell because we supposed to give him hell when he out here talking to people wrong and, and, and being big head and big chested. You ain't the president of the goddamn country. You just a football coach. So, you know, get back within yourself. Learn some humility, man. And understand to be when people are giving you constructive criticism, incorporate it into your mindset. You know, like I know you're supposed to be running the ball more. If you've run the ball more the last couple of years, you've been sitting on two Super Bowls at least. That's all I'm saying, and nobody can disagree with that. Demi says, if we don't get a stronger pass rush, help cute will be one and done again. I agree with that. We cannot, there's two things that we cannot do in the play. Actually, more than that, but two of the top things that we cannot do in the playoffs. That is the beating ourselves with turnovers and miscues and sloppy, undisciplined football. We cannot do that. And the second thing is we cannot not go into these games and put pressure on the quarterbacks and expect to have a successful outcome. No, sir. It won't happen. Thank you for that. Uh, let's keep it going. Slay says Clay could play uh, big boy tight, uh, tight ends that gave us so much trouble. Clay Matthews is intelligent. He's energetic. And he, he with, what, eight games last year, he got 12 sacks or 12 games, he got eight sacks, something like that. I think I reversed the number by mistake, but he's very productive even this far into his career. Wouldn't be upset about Clay Matthews joining the team. I, I, I most certainly wouldn't be opposed to it and you'll get him for next to nothing to be honest with you uh let's see um uh inevitable says ice man i trade dennis allen for tomlin uh kevin says since we're getting rid of waste by p rob there you go uh tomlin can't control his rock locker room and is not a great leader of men thank you school appreciate that zach who says our d line is deep but we need another stud de like jordan on the line i agree with you it all capsulizes it when you can be able to put that pressure lance kelly says i gotta run we gotta sean gotta run the ball more no doubt about it we we'll agree with that big ups now let's move on family you can still put y'all stuff in the chat 
about uh, what you think. If you hadn't ch- chimed in about what you think the Saints are going to be based upon that schedule, I will make sure I read your chat. Now, getting into this is the roster family. Now, I don't know if anybody has seen this is the Saints 90 man unofficial depth chart that I have on the screen right now. Now, what this is is simple. Uh, as you can see, you know, you look at Drew Brees at the quarterback position, Elvin Kamara, the starting back. Of course, you have Mike Burton and Ricky Ortiz as the fullbacks there. And but let, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to go through each position. Drew Brees, quarterback behind him, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and Tommy Stevens, the seven-round draft pick. Running back, Elvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Dwayne Washington, and the third string. And then behind him, you have Tony Jones Jr. from Notre Dame, the undrafted guy, and Taquan Mazzell. The running back speedster uh, there as well. Be interesting to see what Mazel is. Seen some footage on him. Has some speed and wiggle as well. Really interesting prospect. Tony Jones to me, man, is 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 is. Uh, I have to keep my own. At the wide receiver position behind Mike Thomas, Deontay Harris, LaJordan Humphrey, Krishan Hogan, Emmanuel Butler, Tommy Lee Lewis. Behind Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, Austin Carr. Tim White, Juwan Johnson, the big the big wide receiver uh, from Oregon, and Maurice Harris. Now they forgot to put up the young, exciting wide receiver from Tennessee as well, who should be up there on that list. He's he's not up there. Left tackle is Taron Armstead, Will Clapp, Darren Paulo, undrafted guy, and left guard is Pete with Derek Kelly the second, Adrian McGee, the LSU product center is the course they got McCoy at center. It could be Reese flip-flopping with McCoy there at center with Easton behind them and Kelvin Throckmorton at the right guard position. McCoy, Cameron Tom, and behind them uh, Ryan Ramchek at the tackle position, Ethan Greenwich who was on the Saints team the entire summation of last year, and nobody really talked about him. And then Jordan Steckler, the undrafted guy behind them. That is our entire uh, wide receiver, I mean, offensive set. Defensive-wise, Cam Jordan, Carl Grandison, Mitchell Lowen, and Gus Cumberlander. In, in the interior defensive line, Sheldon Rankins, Malcolm Brown, who I think Brown starts over Rankins, uh, Mario Edwards Jr., and Jalen Dalton. Nose tackle, Onyamata, Marcus. They got Marcus, uh, Marcus Hunt and interior lineman. I don't think so. But Shy Tuttle, Taylor Stallwell, uh, Stallworth, and Big Malcolm Roach. Then at the other end, position behind Marcus Davenport, Trey Hendrickson, Noah Spence is there as well. So that's the defensive lineman. The linebackers up next, Alex Anzalone behind him is Chase Hansen and Andre Dowell. They have middle linebacker prospect Alonzo, Kiko Alonzo there, who we know will be rehabbing Craig Robinson and Joe Beshi, who I'm really interested to see. This kid should make the team. He's a poor man's version of of Luke Keekley, in my opinion. Uh, Demario Davis is there with Zach Bowen, a third rounder, and Caden Ellis. So I'm very excited about Bowen. I'm uh, I'm I'm very excited about Kate Nellis and some of these other guys. Alex Anzalone is reportedly healthy. We'll love to see him finally beat the injury bug and stay healthy and contribute. Looking at the DBs now behind Lamarcus Lattimore, Patrick Robinson, Justin Hardy, Jeff Johnson, Badamosi, Keith Washington Jr. 
who is the the defensive back from, I want to say he's from Maryland. That's the guy from Maryland. And then, of course, you look at Janoris Jenkins on the other side with P.J. Williams. They say at corner, hopefully not, that he is not a corner. Uh, but Dietrich Nichols, who came over from the XFL, and then Tino Ellis, the other undrafted Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, cornerback, the Saints picked up. Then at the safety position, Malcolm Jenkins is there with P.J. Swearinger uh, behind, D.J. Swearinger behind him, Saquon Hampton and Chris Johnson. And then it's Marcus Williams with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson at safety. I think they should flip-flop Johnson and Williams there. Move Johnson to safety behind Marcus Williams, and then J.T. Gray is there. The special teams-wise is Thomas Morstead, and the Saints did bring in undrafted a punter Blake Gilligan. Then the Saints place kicker, of course, is Will Clutch Lutz. Zach Wood, who signed a four-year deal to be the lone snapper with the team. And then the kick return aspect of the team is Deontay Harris with all the Kamara backing him up on both kick return, pump return, and Taysom Hill backing him up on the kickoff team. So this is the full Saints. They're missing maybe one player there, which is the kid, the wide receiver from uh, the uh, from the Tennessee volunteers who the Saints picked up as an undrafted guy. So that is the form. I'll let you guys absorb it, look more at it. And that is the uh, full draft, uh, the roster as it stands, family. That is the late. This is the people. This is who the Saints for right now will bring into the season as to to make another run. So this is most of it. Now I'm expecting some of this to change. You'll get rid of a draft undrafted guy or two and bring in some veteran guys. I expect that to happen because the Saints do that every year. But as it stands right now, this gives us an idea about what the team looks like. So that is it right there, family. All right. Now back Blake bringing it back to the live stream family after going over all of those great uh, uh topics. Wayne says Tino is one from okay, thank you. Uh uh thank you, family. Thank you, Wayne. Tino's the guy from Maryland. Okay, thank you, family. I got him mixed up. Thank you. Uh Demi says Q call Griffin better yet. 
uh, yeah, it's they need somebody. They need another defensive lineman, no doubt about it, that can help put that pressure on them. Uh, Travis Jones said we should cut PJ Williams. Jason says, bro, Tuttle, longest yard. Matt Ryan made his. Yeah, I know, bro. I know. Uh, Shy Tuttle is a, is an absolute wildebeest. And Taylor Stallworth before him. It's like I say, interior. I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen the Saints more talented on the defensive line, interiorly speaking. I, I don't know if I ever seen it. But the edge, the edge, the edge. If we can get one more good guy, whether it's Clay Matthews, Everson Griffin, my favorite, or even Marcus Golden. I would take him too. He had 10 sacks last year for the Giants. He's out there. And I know a lot of these guys on a premium. So, man, I tell you, it's it. And, and big ups to, like I said, the special. Let me talk about a little bit about the special teams as well, family, because that's a part of it too. Remember when the Saints hired the new special teams coach, he came in and he proceeded to kind of make things happen. And the second year, expect the special the, the special teams to get better. And the second year, since this rookie special teams coach came in and implemented his system. And you got to give him credit because under his system, you've seen Deontay Harris become a Pro Bowl kick returner. That's the first time that's happened since the beer man did it. You know, that's that's insane. But I expect more great things because... The punter and kicker are solid as it gets in the NFL. We have the best punter and one of the best kickers in the league in, in our special teams room. Deontay Harris is a pro bowler. He's an all-star at the special teams level. And then the rest of it will start to take shape as well. When you look at the fact that the Saints will then be it, make it a lot better to get that ball, to advance that ball a little further, they're going to play a lot tougher on special teams. It's going to get better and better and better. And remember, you need all three phases of the team playing high for the team to get to that Super Bowl. All three phases have to be playing stellar football to get to that next level. So that is something I anticipate the team doing and, and being focused and moving forward, and they're actually going to do it. Now, as I keep addressing the chat, now I've opened up the live lines. The live lines are open, 504-475-4482. Like I promised, the live lines is open, family. Please hit the like button. We are how many minutes in this sucker? Our in 18 minutes into this, this, this sucker here. So uh, please feel free. We got over 100 people in the chat. Please hit the like button, family. If you hadn't already hit the like button, smash the hell out of it. If you're not a subscriber, I invite you right now to subscribe and join the Great Saints Think Tank. If you're a critical thinking Saints loving person, you need to join your family members here because we talk about sports in such a passionate way. We absolutely welcome you into the family hit the like button and subscribe away family but uh the live lines is open 504-475-4482 thank you school appreciate your family for posting that and all my moderators anderson said what up uh who that fam love you what what i missed not too much anderson good to see your family who that to you as well good to see you in the live stream my brother uh big ups to you uh, Revolt says all pro kick returner. That's right. Jeff Dyson, a lot of teams going to watch our D line on cut day. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like, like flies around, you know, that, that terrible Brown smelling stuff. <laughs> uh, stunt, stunt a T B O T B. What up fam? What up family? Good to see. Say we need, we need Antonio Brown and Griffin. Oh man. I don't know if Antonio Brown's away. I agree with you on Griffin. I don't know where Antonio Brown will go. I mean, if you say, okay, we take AB, AB was, I guess he would have to battle um, 
Emmanuel Sanders for that. But you know what? If you add Antonio Brown, and I'm just, this is fantasy, by the way, but if you add Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders could play the slot position. And oh my goodness, could you imagine? But that just goes to show you, Sean did kick the tires on him, but he just didn't obey. He told him, don't bring no crews in here, and he brought crews. Maybe if he had listened, it might have been an issue where you could be able to uh, stick around. But most of them coaches, man, when they tell you don't do something, you do it. That's a mess. That's not a good sign. And he brought them down here and filmed it. He just done a bunch of stupid ass stuff. You know, I, I don't know. He just don't fit what we're doing. Uh, big ups to your 985 Live. Who that to your 985 Live? I see your family. Big ups to you. Good to see you in the live stream today. Big ups to you. Uh, Derek says half the whole, uh, only half the family hit the like button. Don't forget to uh, subscribe. Uh, ding that notification share. Thank you. Thank you, Derek, for sharing that. Venom Rage says Deontay had the biggest play that Minnesota game when he got behind the defense on that deep post. Yes, no doubt about it. Venom Rage, thank you. Ramsey says, Will Matt Moscona be on today? No, Ramsey, he's not. We couldn't get him on today. Matt has a very busy schedule, man. So uh, if if we do, I, we will notify you because we are still in contact. It's not just me at the PRO Media Network. There's several other people behind the scenes that uh, don't show their faces, but a lot of people do help out uh, with uh, things. So a lot of people lining it up and trying to make some stuff happen. So we definitely going to we'll let you know when Matt coming on. We're working on several other reporters coming on the show as well. So. A lot of people, it, it, depending on how the, how the order, how the schedules are made, we will let you know. And, mo, my, and, and no, but no, not today, family. Uh, he couldn't make it for today's show, but we'll still, we'll let you know. Just stay in tune with us uh, and, and, and hit your notifications and we'll let you know down the line. Thank you, Cool Joe Scott. Appreciate your donation, family. Appreciate you, Cool Joe. Thank you, sir, for that wonderful donation. Thank you. Josh says, Big Q should make some calls to needed players. And show them some love. <laughs> Should make some calls to needed players and show them some. Hey, uh, I, I bet that's a good idea, bro. I'm gonna see if I can reach out to Everson Griffin via his social media and see and tell him, man, look, the great Saints think tank and the Saints need you down here, man. Calls Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton and come on down here and win a Super Bowl. That'd be a wonderful thing. And I think I'm gonna do that later on today. I'm gonna go ahead on out there and I'm gonna get on there and I'm gonna go find his social media and and him and Clay Matthews and send out some and Logan Ryan and send out some some tweets at him and, and see how they respond to that. Van Ward, who that to your family? Good to see you. Uh, Zach, who that says Deontay Harris. In a slight, in a slight, good night. Only problem is, can we reach him? Could Drew reach him with the ball? <laughs> Might have to get Taysom to throw it to him. Thank you, Doctor Key. Appreciate it. Says, uh, "Hey Q, I know we said Sean fixing the O line to run. Do you trust Sean to run the ball this year? Also, do you think we're going to play the full season? Very great questions. Thank you, Doctor Key, for your wonderful donation. And um, I do, I do trust Sean Payton to run the ball, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's not just blind trust or foolish trust. You know, it's trust, trust reproof. And the proof that I want to put before the the uh, international court of the great Saints think tank is the fact that when you're dealing with such a limited amount of time with Drew Brees playing, whether it's this year and done or next year as well, you have to, as a head coach, say to yourself, "This guy is 40 plus years old." I got Elvin Kamara and Latavius Murray that I play, I'm paying good money for, and I have to use my running game. And I think that's a part of it. You've got, and, and I really do think that 40 something years old, 
I do anticipate him doing it. You add that with the fact that realization, plus the fact that he switched up the offensive line. That wasn't just to protect Drew so he could throw it 40 times a game. I really do think, because if you look at the footage on Cesar Ruiz, he's an excellent run uh, offensive lineman against the run. He mauls. He's he does it both well. He's a balanced off, uh, you know, a center. But when he when he when you allow him to run block, oh my goodness. He has quick feet. He gets out fast. And it's hard for blockers. You know, it's hard for people to shed his blocks because he's constantly moving in front of them. You know, and like he's a big, stiff guy. So when you have a big, nasty defender, a big, mean, big, nasty offensive lineman like that in front of you, I think it can it helps the Saints if they will go in that direction. Plus, McCoy is also really good on the run scenario. So I do really do think that the Saints are going to run the ball more than they did last year. And I do think they'll balance it. Might won't be quite the balance that we would anticipate, like a balance balances, but it'll be more than what it was last year. I don't think we go into it the same way we did last year. Evident by the, the offensive line switching it up, you got to look at running the ball to help the quarterback. No doubt about it. So I appreciate you. And to your second part of the question, do you think we're going to play a full season? Yes, I do think that the team will, will that the uh, Saints will play the full season, barring uh, any other shenanigans uh, right now, dealing with all other stuff going on. Whether whatever school of thought uh, most people come from, uh, dealing with uh, a second level of 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 plague or whatever is going on. But to to a degree, I do think things will carry on uh, in terms of football even if they're not playing guys fans can't go to the games I, I still think they'll play the games even if people can't go to the stadiums to watch the games I still think it goes on barring a catastrophe or a international conflict on the war front with China mm-hmm. but outside of that it's a lot of other stuff going on but outside of those main things if you know I do think the season will go as Plan. That's why the NFL is just going on ahead. The NBA is running around here doing this, trying to please everybody. And NFL just went right on to it and just just going right on into it. So, you know, like I said, it's it's it comes down to I do believe that the NFL will play the entire season. And it's just 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 my thought process. Thank you, Dr. Key. Appreciate that. Caribbean cool. What up, fam? San Juan, Puerto Rico. Good to see you, Caribbean cool. Great Saints Tank Tank. Hit the subscribe button there, Caribbean cool. Welcome. Welcome and who that to your family. All the way from beautiful Puerto Rico. Wow. Good to see you. Um, let's see who had Demi says outstanding contribute. Thank you, family. All the beautiful black and gold. Thank y'all. Van War says, should we sit breeze for preseason to really see what Hill and Winston have? I do agree with that. You know, and that happened last year. I think Drew had like what several, just two or three series that the Saints let him play in one game during the preseason. And I think probably that'll be the, the case, the, the case too. You don't really need to see a lot from Drew Brees, you know, you know, to know that he still has it. But I've often said that it's some kind of way we have to figure out how to be able to not use the first month of the season like preseason because that's what happened. That's why it was a key, like, let's just get rid of preseason because we're having preseason whether we know it or not. If you watch the first four weeks of football, I mean, you see all kind of ridiculousness going on until the first month is over with then you really start seeing football in that second month because most of the people don't play none of their stars during preseason and they play them during the regular season because they're scared to play them during the preseason the risk injury if that's the case just cut half the preseason to two games and get rid of it 
because I don't want to see all you know all this other stuff. Because like last year, we were into the preseason, and what happened was you had all these guys trying to make names for themselves, Emmanuel Butler and all these other guys. And guess what happened to them? They didn't even make the team. I mean, it's like how did not you know you had the guy that left to the Jaguars, the running back there. He got he got cut. He had one fumble. He was tearing it up. How did all those guys, and I'm like, man, what is the purpose of watching preseason football if you release all of the players that were balling in preseason? What sense that makes? But, you know, it, that's that's just my feel on it. I don't like preseason. And you, we getting four, four weeks of preseason to start the regular season anyway until they learn how to play together because you can't expect Drew to do what he did last year. You got these are this is new teammates. He got to learn the, the patterns and rhythms. He got to develop a chemistry with that new center, Ruiz. McCoy has to learn to replay. He had to play that guard position and get the nuances sit down. You got to do all that. So like I said, it's it's some kind of way some balance has to be made where you got to be able to get those really important valuable snaps or repetitions in the preseason before the regular season. And I just see it all the time. Most of them guys come out in the entire regular season. The first four games of the, of the regular season, I mean, of the regular season is the, really is the preseason. You see all kind of foolishness. <laughs> so, I mean, what's the purpose of preseason? You look at it from a collegiate level, you know, like you got all this stuff and I'm like, man, come on, man. You mean to tell me you can't Pick who you gonna have. You had four games to pick your wide receivers like Isanda, uh, Butler and LeJordan Humphrey and all these guys last year. And what happened? You just caught them and said, no, we're going to practice squad them. And then later on, you bring in Krishan Hogan off there and put him on the active roster. And I'm like, hold on. How did he make it on the active roster? That guy don't know the playbook like LeJordan Humphrey, like Emmanuel Butler or any other your wide receivers you got. But he just went right. I'm like, uh-huh. How does that work? No rhyme or reason to it. That's why I said, man, we need to get that up out of here, man. Seriously. Anyway, let the family members know. 504-475-4482 live line is open. Uh, Jeff Dyson says, according to NFL Network, the Saints have the second fastest old line. Isn't that positive? That is very positive. Thanks for that stat there, uh, Jeff. Appreciate you. Uh, Josh says, Ruiz and McCoy, the Saints road graders. Love it. Uh, I love it. And then Ryan Ramchek. Remember, from Ruiz to ram check oh my goodness i mean you talking that is going to be a special side of the line of course people don't respect andrews pete who got his big pay dan this turn armstead they're very solid players trust me the saints got to have in my opinion a top three a top five offensive line in pro football no doubt about it and then you just magnified the interior with the ruiz pick so i mean i i, I it's, it's only sky's the limit iceman said i don't trust sean to run uh, he said he didn't see any decline in drew that's 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 uh what we call the, with the politician Peyton talking. That's political speech, and you know that's the PC stuff, the PC crap, uh, not keeping it real. And you know people who like to keep it real, we want you to keep it real. Don't tell me no PC crap. I don't want to hear about that. Keep it real with me and tell me the truth. And that's PC crap. You know you know you can't tell me that Drew Brees. You can't see that he can't throw the ball as far as he used to. And you watching him in practice every day. You can't see that his hair getting all frail and he getting light up at the top. <laughs> if you can't see that, you need to go get some thicker glasses, man. Serious, Sean Payton. You take them them big thick ass glasses. You be reading that card sheet. Maybe you'll see better if you learn to keep that sheet a little further away. Instead of trying to read that sheet all up close and personal like this, you be all up on some gun. 
be all up instead of like that Sean just keep it down there bro keep it down there like that you don't need them coke you have to change get some more coke bottles there uh, coach Payton get some more coke bottles uh, let's keep it moving uh, Travis said I just uh, just hot Griffin on Instagram with a great message from the Who That Nation oh, okay good thank you Travis appreciate it see Travis getting it going Joshua says Winston and let, and let us all do that family not just me but I'm gonna do it but I want all of us to let's follow Travis's lead on that let's follow his lead on that let's all when we get done with the show let's all find um, Everson Griffin's Instagram or what have you and let's all bombard it with Who That Love Who That Black and Gold Love Come On To The Saints you know let's put it out there in this mind and create this thing tell them call call Mickey Loomis we need you come play on the other side of Cam Jordan Forget ESPN or Fox. Get straight sports talk from the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love, unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics, and autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time, get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that? Do you need a domain name? How about a host for your website that can work with WordPress? Try Namecheap.com. They make registering, hosting, and managing domain names for yourself or others easy and affordable because of the internet needs people. Namecheap is an ICANN-accredited domain register and technology company founded in 2000. It's one of the fastest-growing American companies, according to the 2018 Inc. 5000. Celebrate nearly two decades of providing unparalleled levels of service, security, and support. Namecheap has been steadfast and customer satisfaction with over 10 million domains under management. Namecheap is among the top domain registers and web providers in the world. They offer a full selection of popular and unique domains along with fully featured hosting packages, SSL security certificates, who is guard privacy protections, and more, all at the lowest prices in the industry. So if you need a domain name or hosting or anything else, think Namecheap.com. That's right, Namecheap.com. Check the description section below for link. Follow the sports come on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. 